and welcome back to Sophisticated Mess. It's been a while since I've done a solo episode. I hope that you've enjoyed the last few where I've had some really awesome guests on. And this week I am going to do it by myself, which is cool. I don't mind that. I've got some things to update you on. Uh, Some unexpected things that happened recently that I think would be interesting to talk about for this episode. And... I also don't have any guests because I'm back in Dallas and rather unexpectedly still back in Dallas. I wasn't planning on staying this long. Thanksgiving break has come and passed. School is back in session. I've had classes and exams. Actually, this week has been crazy. This is basically my finals week. And then after this week, I'm basically done. I'll only have one more exam on the 14th, I think, of December, and I will officially be done with college, which doesn't even, I can't even process it in my head, to be completely honest, because I'm not even there, you know? Like, I'm taking my exams from my bedroom, my childhood bedroom, and it just, it doesn't seem real to me at all, because I haven't been on campus I mean, hardly at all this semester, not been in a classroom for one class since, what was it, maybe February? So it's just been very, very interesting, and I am still in Dallas for interesting reasons, which is what I will explain, because basically, (laughs) I am suffering, um in a way that I just never thought, like, completely out of the blue. I mean, I say that as a joke, but also kind of seriously, because it's not something that I ever expected to deal with, but that unfortunately has come up. And yeah, I just, I guess I'll just uh, tell the story of what has been going on for the past three or four days here. I was just not, I wasn't doing anything out of the ordinary. I mean, if you follow me and you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I am a power lifter or I used to be since that's not really happening this year. And I lift weights a lot. I'm working out like five days a week. I'm pretty active and even outside of the gym. And I'm just, you know, like I like being healthy nutrition, like wellness, all that is just something that I really care about. And so I didn't realize that that could also be contributing to another issue that I wasn't, it wasn't even on my radar, you know, like this is something that no one thinks about. It's not very common. Um, but of course it happened to me. You know, I've always known I'm special, but I didn't think special meant this kind of special, you know. Um, And so, I wasn't doing anything, like, crazy or strenuous at the time. I was just sitting on the couch with my parents. We were watching a movie or a TV show or something. And it was, I think it was either the night of Thanksgiving or the day after. I think it was the day after. I think it was Friday. And I got up and walked to the living room and like bent down. And all of a sudden, I felt this really sharp 
pain in my chest, like in like right here. So on the left side, and it kind of felt like a popping sensation, which was very interesting, almost like a muscle pop. But um, it felt like it was like right where your heart would be, which was obviously immediately concerning. And I was like, oh, you know, that's not normal. I never felt this kind of like sensation before. But it was only a second, so I just kind of, like, dismissed it, and I was, like, you know, whatever, you know, things happen, sometimes you move a certain way, and you just, you know, your body reacts. But this was late, too. This was probably at, like, 1230 at night, right before we were all about to go to bed. So I just chill. I go back, and it's funny because I said um, to my brother, he was sitting at the kitchen table, and I said yo, if I drop dead in the next hour, like, you'll know that it was because of what I just experienced. And I told him, like, about, like, what I was feeling. And he was like, okay, sure. Um, And I said it as a joke, you know. And, I mean, obviously I'm not dead, so I'm fine. But, you know what I mean. And (laughs) so I went back and sat down. And I noticed that there was just like this dull like uncomfortable like tightness in my chest um very weird not something that I had felt before like definitely didn't feel like it was the muscle or anything it definitely felt like it was um underneath that like it was related to my heart because I mean it's right it's like if you press down right where the pain was like that's where that's where my heart would be so I was concerned a little bit and I'm not typically a super anxious person like I don't usually get worked up about things like this I deal with pain all the time because I'm a power lifter like injuries just happen and you just kind of deal with them like I told you I think in a recent podcast that you know my wrist was still injured I still have, I haven't been able to do a push-up a regular push-up because of my left foot left wrist since March because I injured it before we went on quarantine, quarantine break or whatever. And it's still not healed. So clearly, like, I'm not the best with dealing with um, medical issues, like, promptly. I just kind of think that they're going to resolve themselves on their own. Because usually they do. So uh, I wasn't, like, I was getting a little nervous because it was just something that I never experienced. And it was in like, the area of your chest where, like, that's concerning anyways. And so, we went to bed, and I went upstairs to my room, and I remember feeling just, like, so lightheaded. And I was like, that's weird, you know? And you start (laughs) thinking, like, oh my god, could this actually be something wrong with my heart? You know, you go through all the motions of, like, should I check about this on the internet? And... I, this pain, like this, like this tightness feeling in my chest wasn't going away. Like it was still there. And it was kind of, what made me worried was that it was kind of migrating up towards my like neck and my left shoulder. And at that point I was like, okay, maybe I really shouldn't ignore this because, you know, if anybody, like anyone and everyone knows that the signs of a heart attack are like, you know, you feel pain in your arm and you feel pain in your chest. And I was like, this cannot be happening. Like I'm 
22, you know, like I'm not having a heart attack. But, you know, when you still feel the same pain, you know, a part of you is like, well, maybe I could be, you know, you really don't know. I mean, there's no way to know unless you get it checked out. And so I went downstairs to where my parents were sleeping and I was just like, <laughs> like, I felt so bad bothering them because most of the time these things are nothing and you don't want to like make a big deal out of something unless, you know, I feel like most people, or at least maybe this is just, oh, I just hit the mic. Maybe this is just in my family. Like, you know, you don't, we don't typically go or rush to go to the hospital for anything. Um, also because we don't have health insurance. So that's another thing. Like, if we have to go to the hospital, like, we have to pay for it ourselves. So we've just kind of, like, put it in our heads, like, you better be basically dying <laughs> before you jump and go to a hospital, you know, because you don't want to take these things lightly. And so I, all that was, like, running through my head. I was like, don't make a big deal out of this. Don't make a big deal out of it. It's, like, probably nothing. And so I'm still like telling my mom I'm like listen like this does not feel normal I've never had this type of pain before like we bench in powerlifting so like I'm used to my chest being sore after a workout and I'm like this is not it this is not it and she was like well like what do you want me to do you know like do you, I'm sure it'll go away like it's probably you just pulled something like you know you're fine and like I completely understand why you know someone would say that because unless you're feeling what I'm feeling like it's hard to it's hard to imagine what that might be like and how severe it is because a lot of times I realize that I'm I'm not super expressive a lot of the time and sometimes I'll like hide what I'm thinking or feeling and it's really hard to tell if I'm like in a lot of pain I have a pretty high pain tolerance also by the way um and so sometimes it's just difficult to know, like, from other people's perspective, like, how much pain I'm in. And so I was like, okay, maybe, like, I'm just overacting. It's fine. Like, and I kind of lay down again. And I'm trying to close my eyes, but I'm, like, worried that I'm going to get dizzy. Um, I'm still very lightheaded. Like, I can, like, re I can so clearly feel like how tight my chest was becoming and how the pain was traveling down my arm and it wasn't going away and it felt like someone was literally like squeezing my chest and if you've <laughs> ever had any type of sensation like that like that's terrifying because you're like is my heart you know, like is something wrong with my heart like do I need to go immediately in to see the doctor and the thing about like, heart problems, which, of course, like, as I was laying there, I was like, I need to, like, look at my phone and see if this is normal. So, as you look online, people are saying, like, if there's anything wrong with your heart, like, any minute that you spend not in a hospital, not being taken care of, like, you know, your heart is deteriorating, basically. And so, you know, the anxiety of it, like, the panic starts to kind of set in. You're like, okay, maybe this is nothing, but if it is something and I'm not acting, I could literally die and not, and not realize it. So, you know, in your head, you're like fighting between like, I need to take care of this immediately. And like, no, you're just being dramatic, like chill, you're fine. And eventually I was like, I just 
was like in near tears I was like this cannot be normal like I don't know what's going on but like I feel like I need to get this checked out just to make sure and they started listening and they were like okay um are you sure and I was like yeah like I'd just rather get it checked to be safe than sorry so they get up we my dad takes me to meanwhile this is 2 a.m so like it's not like there's any real options besides like an ER so and it's not we didn't even go to like a big hospital we just went to like a standalone place so we went to this um ER that's probably about 20 minutes 15 minutes away from my apartment or my apartment from my house um I'm used to being in Austin so I say apartment but my house and the whole way there I like knew it was like the right decision in my head because the pain was very interesting very strange very distinct it was clearly not something I was making up and I was like you know and it it, it was traveling like down my arm like every I like everything felt very off and it was up my it was across my whole left side of my chest and I was like okay like I you know no matter what even if this is nothing I'm glad we went because this is just such a strange sensation that like anybody in my position would be realistically worried so they take me there they do um, when I get there they run a blood test um, an EKG and a chest x-ray and I'm waiting there, like, I calm down a little bit since I'm, like, actually in a hospital, like, they could, or I'm in, an like, a standalone ER, so, like, there's people there that could, you know, doctors there that could help if there's anything wrong, you know, and, um, I wait there for about, probably, I was there probably an hour and a half-ish, and when they, they get the test back, and it's completely normal, the nurse was super nice, too, like, everyone there was so nice, the doctor, the nurse, everyone, so, like, I felt better, um, and the sensations kind of started to subside a little bit, and knowing what I know now, I think that's also because my anxiety was lower once I was there, so they ran all the tests, they came back, they were like, everything looks completely fine, like, you're completely normal, um, this is probably something muscular, like, probably nothing, nothing to worry about, so we're gonna dismiss you, and you can go home, and, you know, just rest, and I'm sure it'll be fine, so I was, like, cool, that's fantastic, like, great, but I still knew, I was, like, okay, that's weird, um, and I felt kind of, like, ashamed, in a way, because, you know, I had made a big deal about, you know, taking me to get this checked out, and then, they, I didn't even have anything to validate, like, what I was talking about, they just said, it's nothing, go home, so, which is obviously good, like, I don't want it to be something wrong, right, but, um, also, like, it wasn't, it didn't help me, because I, it, it made me feel like, it, it made me feel crazy, and it made my, it probably made my parents think, like, you know, oh, she was just overreacting, right, so, and that's the last thing that I want to, like the last impression I want to leave, especially with something like health related. So we go home, I go to bed, just like super tired, wake up the next morning. Fine. I still feel like slight discomfort, but I dismissed it as muscular, whatever. Um, and then my mom and I are leaving to go like run some errands around town and I'm in the car again and 
in the passenger seat this time. Well, I guess the first time I was at home, so it didn't make a difference. This will make sense later. So I was in the passenger seat, and all of a sudden, the like a burning feeling starts in my chest, different than before. Now it's like distinctly burning, like kind of like icy hot. If you've ever had put that on your body for some like injury or whatever, like the feeling of it, um, that like kind of cold burning feeling but not on your skin but like underneath and so imagine that spreading across your chest like and thinking like like my chest is on fire like nothing is on my skin like it has to be something internal and that's when I was like this is very weird and the pain shot right back down my arm again um and I was immediately I lost feeling in my feet I got really dizzy and felt like I didn't feel like I was going to pass out the first night. But when I was in the car, I thought if I think about this for one more second, like I'm going to pass out. And that never happens to me. I, I don't think I've ever fainted in my entire life. Um, except one time, maybe when I was hit, I was hit one time with a softball, um, which is funny because I'm sitting in front of a baseball field. But when I was probably like 12 or 13, I was hit in the face by a softball. And softballs are big too. They're not like baseballs. Right here. And so, oh, for people that are listening, right between my eyes at the top part of my, like right at the part of your nose that meets your um, your face in between your eyes, like not the bridge of your nose, but like the, you know what I mean? Like in between your tear ducts. And... <laughs> And I, when I was hit by that, it, my friend threw it so fast. She like whipped it towards me and I like turned to face her and it hit me in the face. And I think then I passed out obviously for like a second. But other than that, I've never, I don't think I've ever passed out in my entire life, um, from like pain, like blood or anything. My mom like sliced off part of her thumb one time and it was just me and her (laughs) alone in my, in, in my house and uh, like sliced off a chunk of her thumb and like that like I was completely fine like I didn't faint or anything like I was helping her like wrap it up and (laughs) get bandaged so like you know like that stuff doesn't phase me blood doesn't usually phase me um so for me to feel like I was gonna pass out was definitely like alarming to me because I was like this never happens so immediately like I start basically crying and I'm like we have to go either to an urgent care or like the ER again or something because I know they said it's muscular but this is not normal like this is not a muscular pain like burning in your chest like feeling faint lightheaded like pain down your arm I was I literally thought I was having a heart attack for real so we go to like an urgent care this time because I didn't want to like rush to the ER but then they did an EKG they did the same things as before um Actually, they didn't do blood work or a chest x-ray. They just did an EKG because it was a smaller facility. And they noticed something, like, a little unusual, or they said it was unusual, um, which immediately, like, freaked me out. And um, they were like, you should, like, our recommendation is you should probably go to the ER. And I was like, well, like, oh, my God, okay. So I'm, like, shaking at this point, like, literally almost hyperventilating, Um because the pain is super distinct and it's migrated like some like sometimes I'll feel like really sharp pain in my elbow and there's just like my lower or not my lower back but like the middle of my back started to hurt too um so like all of these little things that I was like this is just 
like something is wrong in my body and I don't know what it is. So we went to the, we went to an actual hospital this time and I'm like a mess, a complete mess as one would be after hearing that something could possibly be wrong on the EKG, like a little, something was off and feelings like I was in so much pain. Like it just, everything, you know, you think something is wrong. So also it is crazy to me how different it is when you go to like, I've never really been in a real hospital, um, as a patient, um, ever. I think maybe the last time I was ever had a surgery or any like procedure or like serious medical issue was when I had my tonsils out when I was like four. So (laughs) I am very unfamiliar with the process or like being in that position. And so they like put me up in a room, do a bunch of tests. Oh my God. The woman who like first did all of like the tests, like an EKG on me again, when I first got into the hospital was so nice. And she was so pretty and like just so kind. And I was like, she was trying to make me feel better, but at the same time I was like freaking out. Um, but everybody was so nice, so nice. And they were really cool too. What I noticed about like the staff at the, um, hospital is that like they had tattoos, like they had cool piercings, like my, um, the doctor that came in and talked to me at the end, he had like a hoop piercing and this was like an older white dude. And I was like, this is so interesting. I don't know. It was just cool. Like made me feel like I was at in Austin or something, but, um, obviously not. I'm just like in, I'm in like a suburb of Dallas. So it's just like was unexpected, but it was kind of funny. Um, so they do all the same tests that the first ER did when I was at the big hospital, but this time I'm there for like two hours waiting for the results. And, um, at this point I just felt like a little ridiculous because, you know, again, once I got into the hospital, like things calmed down and like, I wasn't as like crazy feeling as like crazy nervous. Um, and again, all the tests came back normal, completely fine, which I was like, literally what the heck? Like, this just makes me feel so stupid. Um, like what could possibly be wrong then? Because this is obviously like, I'm not making this up, you know, this isn't just all in my head. Um, and it was interesting because the nurse and the doctor both casually mentioned something, like threw it out there, that this could possibly be, um, this, uh, disorder or like, I don't know what you would call it, um, called, uh, costochondritis. And I never heard of that before in my entire life. Like who has, it's very like uncommon. And they said like, oh, you know, young people have it all the time. It can be from like injury or like heavy lifting or, you know, other things. And, you know, it's probably just that. And we're going to prescribe you a couple things and send you home. They didn't even formally diagnose me. They just kind of like threw that out there, like casually mentioned it and then walked away. Like if we had not picked up on that and said like, okay, wait, what did you say? Like, what did you mention? What could this be? and had them, like, re-explain it, I probably wouldn't have thought twice about it, and probably just, like, would have, like, I probably would have ended up in the ER again, to be honest, um, because this pain, like, reoccurs. So, basically, I went home again, just, like, completely, like, defeated at this point, like, what the heck, um, and then I started looking up costochondritis, and, 
what it is and I was just like amazed at how perfectly it matched everything that I was talking about and what it is is it's like inflammation of the um rib bone where your in your sternum so where your ribs meet your sternum in the middle and it most commonly happens when like your well I did some research and a doctor who also had it himself um realized that it comes because your back is tight and it caught because your your back is so tight and your the front part of your ribs and your muscles are becoming hypermobile and it's like say from slouching bad posture or improper form when lifting or just like heavy lifting without you know being careful of stretching out your back well all of that can contribute to having a really tight back and really loose front so your the front of your body is compensating all the time and if this builds up over years then something like this can happen where you develop costochondritis which is like severe inflammation of your entire like of the of the rib cage like the the part that aligns with your sternum and it can it most commonly happens on only one side of your body although it can it can be on either the left or the right it's most commonly on the left where I had it and it can extend all the way you know pain into other areas like all the way up into your neck to the left side of your brain um and your back and basically it's described as like a burning feeling a tightness it mimics what was so crazy is that it literally says in the in the description of this I don't know what you call it it's not a disease um but this disorder or illness is that it literally mimics the symptoms of a heart attack so so many people that have this have gone into the ER literally thinking they're dying because the pain is so significant and it's so localized to like where your heart is because if it occurs mostly on the left side like that's why it's so concerning because you think that there's something wrong with your heart even if there's not and so I realized this and I was like oh my gosh like this is exactly what I've had like I, and it and it extends all the way down into your lowest ribs. I know you can't see on the camera um, or on the, if you're listening only, but it extends all the way down to where your lowest rib is. So for me, like I compete and train with a heavy lever belt for powerlifting, and so it's it's like extremely thick, and it wraps around my entire the entire middle of my waist. And before I do a set, like a heavy set, I'll you know latch it. And it'll sit right there on top of my, like, lowest rib or, like, right underneath it. And just the day before this happened, I had done really heavy deadlifts. And (laughs) I've been kind of, I've been trying to gain weight um, since the fall, like, the fall season kind of started because I'm trying to build more muscle, kind of like, you know, I had lost weight over quarantine. I'm trying to gain it back gain back my strength. So I definitely put on weight in the months in the in the last few months. And so my belt was tight and the the deadlifts were heavy. And when you deadlift, you know, you're you're making sure that your back is tight because you're lifting up from the floor and just like all this stuff compounding together. And so I figured that that's probably what happened and then when I bent over like the other day like something just like 
trigger that triggered that was the final straw that triggered this costochondritis like flare up and so I was like this is insane and I I did like I looked it up on the internet but I didn't go like super in detail because I figured okay like you know they prescribe me meds like I know that this is what it is like I'm sure it'll if I just rest for it says it'll go away in a few weeks and I was like okay cool like I just I guess I just can't work out for a few weeks whatever and I then it, this was Sunday so the next day the next morning I was supposed to go to I was supposed to go back to Austin and so I everything was normal when I woke up I packed all of my stuff together got in the car started driving got 30 minutes away and had been fine the entire morning like a little discomfort but like nothing major I was 30 minutes away and all of a sudden I started to lose all the feeling in my feet I felt this pounding in the left um, part of my head like like headache pounds but like really sudden and like I didn't have a headache before it just like all of a sudden started pounding on like the left side like behind my left ear and all of a sudden my whole entire chest like not just the left side this time but my entire chest just like lit up on fire like burning so so bad and I got extremely lightheaded I was like I'm gonna pass out and I'm literally not gonna be able to drive so I had to like pull over because I thought I was going to pass out on the road I was like I cannot keep driving like I couldn't feel my feet on the pedals so I was like this is insane like this is crazy so I called my parents and I was like I don't know what to do like I can't even drive and so we decided to just like I you know I would just turn around and come home because like I knew there was no way I would be able to make a three-hour drive um if this is how I felt so close to you know being home already like I was only 30 minutes away and so they came and met me and by the time that we met up like I started driving back towards them and I was so like unhinged like I almost I was probably five minutes away from passing out while driving it it was so it was so severe at that point I was like this is insane like even this does not seem normal to me um especially with the pounding in my head that really concerned me because I was like could this be something like with my brain um you know like I don't know and so um I go home and I start doing way more research on costochondritis and found this whole like group on reddit just devoted to this all these people that have had it before and I started realizing that this is like normal like people experience this horrible feeling like just flare up randomly and once once this is triggered it's actually very difficult to make it go away um and some people have had it for like seven or eight years and can't work out like they used to can't do basic normal things like they used to because it'll trigger their like flare like their chest to flare up again and it doesn't make any sense because even the doctors told me like when I was in the hospital that like costochondritis doesn't show up on like any tests so it's almost impossible to know if that's what's actually happening um unless all of your symptoms match like what you're what you can personally tell them but there's no way for them to actually read that. And it, it just, like, they don't know what causes it, really. Like, anything can trigger it. And 
as I was looking on Reddit, like, there were 14-year-olds talking about how they have it, 18, 21-year-olds, 20-year-olds, like, people my age, older, um, and they, there was a girl I watched on YouTube who had it for, like, seven or eight years, and it's just, like, (laughs) I'm, like, how is this, like, how did this happen? Like, this is crazy, and I found this doctor, um, who is from New Zealand who had it for seven years himself, and he's a physical therapist, and and he developed this thing to, he told me basically, like, he told, you know, everyone that basically the reason why this occurs is because your back is tight, and it's compensate, like, your chest is compensating for your back tightness and all of this stuff, and, the, and doctors don't understand this, and they just prescribe you medicine and steroids and all this stuff, but, like, that's just a temporary fix. Like, it's not actually going to fix the problem. Like, you actually have to work to loosen up those muscles and release the pressure that's on the front of your body to reduce that inflammation. And so, he developed this little product. Actually, I have it with me. It's this little back pod thing is what it's called. And it you lay on it and it loosens your muscles and things like that. And I realized actually before I even had that, cause I had to order it that I, I heard what he was saying and I tried it with a tennis ball, just like, you know, rubbing out your back, like, you know, laying on it on the wall and doing your shoulders and whatever. And it was crazy how like immediately the pain in my chest like went down. And I was like, this is crazy. Like just because my back is tight, like now all of a sudden I have like all these other issues And I like, it was really starting to freak me out because I was reading all of these comments and testimonies like on Reddit of people saying that they can't function like they used to, like they can't lift weights like they used to, like, and they, they basically live in fear because anything can trigger it. Um, flare ups happen like randomly, certain things will make it worse. Like for some people put on there that, um, driving specifically is a trigger for them. Um, just because like your body is constantly in motion and you can't really control the way your body's moving. And sometimes like moving in a certain way will like trigger your costochondritis or whatever. And, um, I guess maybe I'm sensitive to that too, because like a lot of the recent times that, or the times that it did flare up the worst was when I was driving and it just, it's very, very strange. And because it's linked to like your upper chest region, like that makes me even more concerned about like coronavirus and that kind of thing. And people have actually talked about how like as once they've already had coronavirus, they actually developed costochondritis from it. And I thought that was crazy. I was like, I've never had um, COVID. So I was like, you know, what the heck? Like, is this something that can develop because of it? You know, like it uh, just so, so weird. And it was, it's crazy how little people talk about this or know about it until you actually have it. You know, people can't see, so they don't like really understand it. And it goes along with, like, fibromyalgia and, like, a bunch of other, like, chronic disorders. And it just, like, like it's it's a pain that some people, like, just don't, I don't know how to put it into words. But, like, it's hard to describe to other people. And it affects your daily life, like, every day. Like, every day since this has started, which was Friday. So, I think it's been f- almost a week. 
yeah, almost a full week. Every day since then, I've had some sort of like discomfort or pain or burning feeling in my chest. And immediately when that happens, I just like jump on the back pod or like start using a tennis ball to like loosen up my shoulders and my back. And it seems to go down. Um, But the problem about it is that because it's so painful and because it's of where it's located like so many people think that there's something wrong with their heart instead and because it can't really formally be diagnosed like sometimes you're unsure of if this is like actually what it is and so people have gone in and out of the ER and it triggers their anxiety and if you're already an anxious person like this would just make it so much worse and luckily I'm not an anxious person um but it it has definitely made me significantly more anxious than I normally am. And had I been, like, a super anxious person already, like, in those moments when it did get really bad, like, I, I would have passed out. Like, I would have been completely um, insane. And luckily, I, you know, was able to, like, control myself a little bit. So that didn't happen. But I d- there's definitely a link between anxiety and this, like, pain condition and the more I notice that the more that I focus on it in my head when it's happening the worse it becomes and it's just like this insane cycle of like you think something's wrong with you so then your anxiety makes it worse and like even the doctors were telling me like sometimes your anxiety can literally cause you to feel things that aren't even real at all and I'm like that just like puts like a whole nother like dimension on this that like I was not prepared for like I mean this is just so unexpected as it is like it's just so the most random thing that can possibly happen and it happened and like I I I really don't know what to do about it but like I started um basically doing the treatment over the past few days it's definitely been way better than it was the first three days um, way more manageable. I think it's because also I understand it more now, but like the back part is really helping. Um, but you really are a lot more cognizant of your posture too, because having bad posture triggers it. Um, I mean, even right now, like I can feel it right here. Um, and like down specifically like down this way, um, where obviously like where my ribs connect, like it just makes sense. And it's just, I just, I had to come and talk about it because it was just so bizarre and like it's the reason why I'm still here and like in my head I'm like, oh my god, like am I ever going to be able to train again? Like am I ever going to be able to, you know, have like reach the goals that I wanted like in the gym? Am I going to have to deal with this my entire life? You know, it was really worrying me because people um, were talking about how this just like never goes away or at least it hadn't for them and I was like, I cannot like, I cannot have that happen to me. Like, this is, like, I'm not gonna just halt my entire life because now I have this, like, weird pain condition. Um, so, like, I mean, I, it was crazy because I found all this information, like, three or four days right after it happened. So, like, I definitely got a way better head start. There was someone who commented on the Reddit feed that they were, like, 41 years old and they've had this pain for, like, 12 years. And they had been in and out of the ER for it, and they just didn't know what it was. And they just now found the um, group online. And, like, you know, if you don't, if you don't work to treat it immediately, like, it's not going to get better. So, my, like, course of action is just to, you know, 
continue treating him and hopefully it'll go away. There are people that have talked about how like they haven't had pain um, since they started doing these treatments and like, you know, working on loosening their back and all this stuff and it has actually gone away and they've been able to like resume um, normal life. It's not like completely what it used to be, but it's like basically all the way there. And, um, it's just, it's just crazy. Like, it's just something that I didn't expect to happen. Very, very random. Um, luckily I'm fine. It's just something that like, I'm going to have to deal with for a little bit, um, until it hopefully fully heals. But it definitely makes you think about like little things that maybe you didn't consider before, like health wise. Like now, I mean, I admit, like, the whole COVID situation, like, I've still been going to the gym and stuff once it opened up, like, you know, going out and traveling, like, I've been, like, I went to Ohio, like, not long ago, like, and just, like, it just makes your, puts your health in, like, a way better perspective of, like, whoa, like, this, you know, I didn't appreciate this until I don't have it anymore. Like, now I can't even go to the gym, really. Um, I can, and I can do little things, but, like, I have to be really, really careful about not triggering it because I don't fully know if I'm going to be able to control whether or not I, like, maybe pass out again. Like, sometimes, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how bad the flare-up's going to be, and if it is severe and then maybe I, like freak myself out like obviously I'm gonna try not to but if I do like you know maybe I could be in a bad situation so like I don't know if I'm you know like when I'm gonna be okay to drive three hours by myself you know especially since driving seems to trigger it luckily um I can bring that like little device with me so I can actually like probably have it behind my back um while I'm driving so that it'll help me um But it's just, like, it's just crazy because, you know, you don't really think about these things until, you know, something, like, random like this happens. Obviously, this is, like, a rare, dumb thing. Um, But, yeah, it just, like, makes you appreciate everything so much more. Like, I had so many goals for this, like, quarantine time of training because I really wanted to put on a lot of muscle and, like, gain weight in a healthy way and, like build up some curves and things like that and now (laughs) I'm used to eating a lot but I'm not working out as much so now I'm just gonna get like I'm just gonna gain weight and like not gain the muscle with it like you know like things like that I'm like oh my god like it just it just puts a weird like I basically have to just change everything like all the plans that I thought I had um because of it and it's just yeah very, very weird. I just thought I would update you. What's something else that I had recently? Um, oh, I got two piercings, actually three piercings. I got a, what is this called? Your helix? I don't know. I've like, the word has escaped me, but I got like the upper part of my ear pierced. I realize I'm turning my head away from the mic. I'm sorry. Um, I also got my thirds on my ears. So I have two new piercings there. And what else? Oh, yeah. So I figured out that I'm graduating in, what is it? Today's Thursday. So literally two days. I'm having a graduation ceremony. Um, The UT is hosting my graduation on the 6th of December, even though I still have classes to finish after that. Apparently, I'm graduating this Saturday. So 
there's that. Um, just crazy weird things. Um, I wanted to do a podcast episode where I talk about photography because someone wrote in a question about, you know, things that I wish I knew when I started photography, like beginner tips, things like that, since I've been doing it for a while. Um, and I do still want to do that. I will do that in the future. I just, this was just something I had to like come on here and talk about because it was just so crazy. Um, but I will do that. I didn't get a chance to meet up with my friends this weekend like I thought because of everything going on and Thanksgiving, you know, people were with their family and couldn't meet up. And just with all the COVID stuff too, it's like probably better that we wait until we're all um, maybe here for Christmas break and we can be tested better and, you know, work out the details then. But hopefully I will get to record some episodes um, with two friends from high school soon, possibly more. And yeah, I, I'm planning on returning to Austin next week um, because I do have a few things I have to do there and I can't stay here forever. So hopefully I will continue to get better and then I will be able to drive down by myself and spend a week there before coming back here for Christmas break. So um, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what life is going to look like after graduation because apparently that is happening in two days. My motivation for school is at like zero at this point. Like once I, if I have a graduation ceremony, I mean, you know, what what's the point of even doing my last final, you know, um, or the group project that I have? It just, it, it all seems a little um, strange and obsolete at that point. But, you know, obviously you got to finish out um, the semester and, you know, do what you've got to do. But, oh my God. Okay. I actually have to, <laughs> I just realized I've been recording. I actually have to jump on to... Um, work. I have work through my university that I have every single day and it started two minutes ago. So I really have to go, but thank you for listening to me rant about this for 50 minutes now. Um, hopefully it made sense and it was interesting and you learned a little bit about this weird, um, condition that I now apparently have. And, um, be careful when you're lifting and exercising because this may happen to you. Who knows? Make sure to stretch out your back because I am definitely going to do that from here on out. Like I would not wish this upon anyone. I swear to God, this is the most crazy thing I've ever experienced. And like the pain, it, it just makes you feel like you're insane and that you're actually having a heart attack. So like take care of that because I would not want anybody to experience this. But um, anyways, I'm going to go. Make sure you check out um, some of the most recent episodes I did, like the one with Reva. It was amazing. We talked about business and how she's a small business owner um, living in Austin, also graduated from UT, um, has some really amazing insight about leading and motivating other people. So please go and watch that or listen to that. And I hope that you will join me in the next few weeks because I'm hoping to have some great episodes lined up. Make sure to leave a rating and review, um, like, and subscribe on the YouTube channel. Um, thank you for tuning in as always, and I will hopefully see you next time. Bye.